Hello, I'm Steve Corbin, and welcome to Revelation Health, where we open your eyes to the often confusing world of health and health insurance. It is our goal to provide you with the information you need in a way you can understand to give you the confidence to be a better advocate for you and your family. We're brought to you by the Kingdom Health Group. The Kingdom Health Group is a local nonprofit who gives back to working families in the Pioneer Valley who have been financially impacted by our unaffordable health care system by assisting them in paying off medical debt. In addition, the Kingdom Health Group will provide tools and resources to educate individuals in being better healthcare consumers, all in an effort to avoid extensive medical debt in the first place. So today what we're going to talk about is preparing ourselves for open enrollment. Uh, so it's, uh, it's that time of year again where it, either you're getting health insurance through your employer group, a lot of um, employer groups renew on January 1st on a calendar year basis, or if you're getting individual health insurance through a healthcare connector or, or through a, um, a, an ACA marketplace, um, this is the time where you're going to be you know, diving into the options that you have available to you. Um, if you're getting health insurance through the marketplace, uh, you're just going to have a ton of information available to you. Um, just a bunch of different plans from a bunch of different carriers. And it can be really overwhelming. Um, there are folks out there available to help you out. Um, but really, they're, they're, they're few and far between. So most more times than not, um, you're, you're kind of in, in, in this by yourself. Um, and again, it could be overwhelming. You could just choose a plan based strictly 100% on cost. Or you could choose a plan based on on your needs and and one that fits you know what you're going to be um, experiencing throughout the course of the year right so sometimes we're just focused strictly on cost gonna get the cheapest plan available um, but with the lower cost plan almost all the time when you access care you're gonna be paying for it more out of your pocket so if you're not prepared if you don't understand what you're getting into in the upcoming year, you can actually choose a plan that's going to cost you a lot more in the long run, just because you want to look at lower premiums um, out of your out of your paycheck or or that you're paying to an exchange or to a healthcare provider, um, excuse me, a health insurance company um, on a on monthly basis. But when you actually access care, it's going to be a lot more expensive. So what we want to do is just kind of take some time to help you prepare for that. And for those of you that are in a group insurance program um, that you're getting it from your employer, you may have one or two, maybe three options at the most to choose from, um, but still you have choices. Um, but even if you only have one plan and you don't have anything to choose from, uh, the practice in the in the um, what we're going to go over today is going to definitely be helpful to you, uh, because it's going to help you prepare for the upcoming year, regardless if you have um, any choice in the matter or, or not. So, um, one of the things I'm actually going to be going through a, uh, a healthcare needs checklist that I put together. Uh, we'll make this available to you guys um, either through a link on the um, on the podcast episode, or also we can link you to the um, the Kingdom Health Group's. Uh, website where we're going to be housing a lot of the materials that we're talking about in our podcast. Um, so one of the first things that you really want to do, um, especially when um, you have a mul you know multiple choices, or if your um, if your employer is changing carriers, um, this happens often. If you're um, if you're getting group insurance through your through your employer, a lot of times they have to make decisions um, based on what's financially feasible for the company. 
Um, so they and they don't actually dive into how it's going to impact the individuals on or on a day-to-day basis. So um, this is something that that you really want to do, you know, especially if you're contemplating changing your health insurance carrier or your employer is doing it for you. So you really should list out your primary care physician. Um, on top of that, any specialists that you're seeing, any mental health providers, you want to write this down. You want to have this um, this running list where. Um, and for you and every member of your family, uh, because the first thing that you're going to want to do when you're looking at an insurance company is to make sure that your providers are in their network, um, because that's going to be key. Uh, if you're in an HMO plan, if you remember when we talked about one of our first episodes, um, we talked about different types of plans and HMO being one of them. Um, an HMO is a network-based plan, which means you only have access to doctors within their network. If the doctors are not in their network, you don't have access to them. You, you can't see them. Or if you do see them, it's an out-of-pocket expense, right? So you're paying 100% for that visit out of your pocket. Um, same with you know all your specialists or your mental health providers. Um, so first and foremost, always make sure that you have a list of those doctors in place. And then when you're looking at a, a health insurance company, that the doctors are in their network. If you happen to be offered or looking at a PPO plan, if you remember when we talked about that, a PPO plan is um, is an, it has an in-network and an out-of-network benefit. Uh, so you may have a doctor that, that you just don't wanna change. You've been seeing for a long time, you don't wanna make that change, but when you're looking at your healthcare provider, your health insurance provider, they're not in that network. So now you're actually looking at that and you're gonna say, okay, What's my auto network benefit? I can still see this doctor, but what do I pay? Typically, it's a higher deductible, and you're also paying coinsurance. And what coinsurance is is that percentage of the bill. Um, so just kind of so you're kind of going into that eyes wide open. You know that you're going to pay more to see that provider. Now it's an educated choice. It's not a surprise when you go to see that provider. You've 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 listed your providers. You've looked on the health insurance company's website. They all have these find a doc options where you can look at look find your doctor see whether or not they're in and out of network so now you're making a little bit more of an informed choice okay the second piece that is is equally as important as listing out your providers is we want you to list out all the medications that you're taking and your family's taking okay all health insurance companies have what's called a formulary through their prescription drug program. Uh, and the formulary, basically, it's a, it's a fancy word to just say um, levels of coverage. More times than not, you're going to have, uh, a, I won't say more times than not because that's actually changing, but um, a standard for a formulary was a three-tier. You had your generic drugs, which is, is just what it is, right? A generic drug, a lower-costing um, alternative to a brand-name drug. And then you had your preferred brand name drugs, which is that tier two. And then you had your non-preferred, preferred, or maybe the, another term you might have heard is called non-formulary um, prescription drugs. So that's a typical three-tier drug program. Um, now we're starting to see in the marketplace that, that tiering go out to even be five or six tiers. You're having two different tiers for generic, you know, a generic preferred um, regular generic and then you're having all you know different tiers on your um, on your brand and then you have a specialty pharmacy tier um, which is very important as you're listing medications that you know um, what is and is not a specialty drug as well 
Uh, most of these newer five-tier formularies that we're starting to see have very high out-of-pocket costs for specialty drugs. Um, and when I say high out-of-pocket, we're looking at maybe 20 to 30% of the cost of that drug up to $500. And that's if you're getting those on a regular basis, um, you're going to be you're definitely going to be hitting some out-of-pocket maximums. Um, so you really want to list out your medications. And if you're looking to change the carrier you're with or your employers made that decision for you that they're changing carriers, you're going to want to go on that carrier website uh, and, all, and look for their drug formulary. Uh, it's just typically you go to the health, the, whatever the health provider website is, and you're just going to put in search drug formulary. Um, they don't make it overly difficult to find. They, they really want you to kind of be able to search through these things. Um, and most of them have a really um, intuitive, easy to use lookup tool. You find out what, um, what your formulary is, and then you enter in the prescription drug you're taking, and it'll tell you what tier it is. Um, and then you may have, you're gonna have to match that back with the plan design that you're looking at, uh, because when you're looking at different plans, they're gonna have different cost share, different co-pays and co-insurance um, for those drugs. So again, now we're, we're listing them out, we're gonna write down as we're preparing, we're gonna write down what the cost is for each particular drug that we're gonna get on a monthly basis, um, and in this way, again, we're, <clears throat> excuse me, we're starting to make more informed decisions versus just making a decision and being surprised by um, costs later on in the year. The other piece that we're going to ask you to do um, as you're preparing for open enrollment to so we can assess so you can assess your healthcare needs for the upcoming year is you really want to calculate your total medical costs from the per, from the prior year. All right, you're going to include all of your premiums that you paid, whatever came out of your paycheck or whatever you paid directly to the health insurance company, you're gonna look at co-pays, deductible, and co-insurance amounts that you spent. Now, I'm sure if you're like most folks, you're not actually having that saved somewhere in a folder on your on your computer. Um, you haven't saved all your receipts, uh, so you, you may not know what that cost is offhand. Almost all health insurance companies have an online portal where if you haven't registered, one of the things that I'm always gonna recommend is that you do register for your health insurance company's online portal. Most health insurance companies are gonna have an, I say most, some of them are gonna be a little more difficult, but most of them are, are pretty easy to use once you get on that portal where you can actually um, download all of your explanation of benefits and that'll outline what all your actual out-of-pocket costs were for your deductible, your co-pays and your co-insurance. Now, what's coming out of your paycheck for a premium perspective, just look in your pay stub. You're gonna calculate that, whether you're weekly, bi-weekly, um, multiply if you're a weekly pay, multiply whatever's coming out of your check by 52, bi-weekly 26, I mean, you, you get the idea there, right? Um, and you wanna have that cost because, again, we're talking about making an informed decision. We're, we're not, you know, at Even if that decision's already been made for you, even if your your employer's just saying, hey, listen, this is the plan, at least now you're starting to um, get a, an understanding of what you're spending. Um, because one of the things you're gonna wanna do, and we'll, we'll talk about at another time, is you're, you're really gonna wanna create a healthcare budget. Um, as we are becoming a more aware and more informed healthcare consumer, we're gonna make sure we're budgeting for all these expenses in, in the upcoming years. So that, again, no surprises. We know what we're getting into, we're outlining everything, we have this information in front of us, so now when things come up in the next year, we're prepared. 
The next thing we're going to look at is we're going to want to outline any major life changes that occurred in the past year. Okay, this could be you got married, right? Because if you got married now, this is going to change potential outlook for healthcare in the upcoming year. Uh, if you're recently married, now you're you you know potentially adding your spouse to your plan, or you're going on your spouse's plan. Um, you used to have an individual, now it's a you know individual plus one. It's going to increase costs, so we need to make sure that um, we're accounting for that. Also, you may be planning on a family. You know, you may have had. A child in the past year um, you may have a child coming off your plan in the next year you know they're reaching the age of 26 and they're no longer eligible for your health insurance coverage so you may you may be at different ends of that spectrum um, again it's all about understanding what's going on um, and properly planning for our future for healthcare expenses um, you want to list out any new health conditions if you were recently diagnosed with you know, high blood pressure or recently diagnosed with, you know, God forbid, a, a more catastrophic illness like cancer or, or you know, a COPD, something like that. With these diagnoses definitely comes an elevated um, cost. So these are things where we're going to want to think about what we can do in the upcoming year as we approach the open enrollment. Again, if you've ever, if you've been diagnosed with one of these things and you know that you're going to have some costs you, you may start thinking about, um, you know, if you have the option, putting money into a flexible spending account, which we'll talk about in more detail in another episode too. Um, and so now once we have all that in place, now again, you have the you have an, an overall visual picture of um, potentially what may occur in the upcoming year. Um, and so now we've had, we've listed all our primary care information, all of our specialists and our mental health providers. We have an understanding of whether or not they're going to be in the network of the insurance company that we are choosing or that was chosen for us in the upcoming year, right? We've listed out all of our medications. We have, we know what tier they're in. We know how much is going to come out of our pocket every time we have to pay for that, okay? We know what we spent last year regarding medical costs, so we already have a bit of a baseline that we know it's going to come out of our pocket for the upcoming year. We have a firm understanding of what we went through last year. If, you know, if it was a new diagnosis, if it was a new prescription, if we got married, we had a child, we have a child coming off the plan, all different types of life changes. Um, so we understand how that's going to impact us up in the upcoming year, right? And so now we're going to sit down and we're just kind of you know, I'm not going to say we're going to we're going to look into the future, but we're going to plan for the future. We're going to look and we're going to list any known um, any known medical needs in the upcoming year. Uh, you may know that you're having a knee replacement. You may know that um, you have a condition that was diagnosed in the prior year that's going to re require you to get regular blood tests throughout the course of the year, right? You may know that. Gee, you know, I'm pregnant and I'm giving birth in the upcoming year. So now you know things that are becoming that are going to be coming up. And so what you really want to do is you want to look at all your options that are in front of you and you want to look at the cost for what those procedures are going to be. Right? So if it's a childbirth, you're going to look at that and you're going to say, all right, uh, I'm looking at this plan and inpatient surge in an inpatient procedure for childbirth is going to cost me, it's going to be a deductible expense. This particular plan's got a 3000 that's got a 2000 This particular plan's got a $2,000 deductible, but it also has 
a thousand dollar copay for that stay or this one has you know a three thousand dollar deductible but 20 percent coinsurance so so now we're able to look at big picture we're not just looking at the premium and what's coming out of our pocket we're looking at the big picture of of all the costs associated with healthcare, all the costs that are going to be associated with our healthcare, because we've done the legwork, we've looked at what's there, we have a firm understanding of what level of coverage we have on the plans that are presented to ourselves, um, and then however it works for you. I know myself personally, I'm a big, um, I, I need to have it uh, on the computer, right? I, I'm a big user of Excel spreadsheets. So if this was me going through this procedure, um, through this checklist, I would be listing everything in an Excel spreadsheet with the costs, with formulas, and it's going to spit out a cost at the bottom. And I'm going to be doing this for each plan. And then at the end of the at the end of the, the research that I've done, I'm going to have four or five different numbers on the bottom. And it's going to say, Steve, overall, given all the information you've put in here, this is what you should be choosing, right? If you're like my wife, this is all getting written down in a list. There's going to be eight different pieces of paper, and she is going to understand how each and every one works. Okay? So however it works for you, you just want to make sure you have it all in place and you have that output that provides you with a good recommendation as far as um, what the costs are going to be. And actually, as I'm sitting here talking to you guys about this and going over that and saying how a spreadsheet would be so helpful for me because that's how I process data um, by putting on a spreadsheet. What I'm also going to do is, and I haven't developed it yet, so it's we're gonna it's going to be a work in progress. So we'll get it out onto the website um, as soon as I've developed it. But I'm actually going to take everything that I've talked to you guys about in this healthcare checklist, and I'm actually going to create a spreadsheet template where all you're going to need to do is kind of just plug and play the numbers. Right. So you're just going to go ahead and put in the information. You're going to put in your, your doctors as be a place for you to put in your doctors. It's going to put a place for your copays. So now we'll be able to put together this plan comparison tool for you. Um, so I would be on the lookout for that. Again, the Kingdom Health Group website is www.kingdomhealthgroup.org. Um, it is a nonprofit, so it is that .org. That's where we're going to be housing a lot of this information. So if you have the opportunity to go to that website, um, and there'll be a, a, a tab there for you to kind of just click on and it'll have all the podcast episode information on there for you. Um, so yeah, so keep a, keep a look out for that. And again, like I said, it's just about assessing your individual personal needs and making a more informed decision for the upcoming plan year. So again, this is Steve Corbin from Revelation Health. And I ask you in a world full of choices, choose kindness. Thank you very much.